Hello, friends. Uh, this week for our author spotlight, we're very excited to have JB Lexington. Welcome. Thank you for having me. So why don't we just start with you telling us a bit about yourself and how you got into writing? Uh, sure. Um, I, well, I'm, uh, I'm now uh, 48 years old, over, over 48. So it was around my 40th birthday and I was like, hmm, I kind of feel like I should be doing something else, even though like I had a career and I was working and my kids and all that stuff. And I was like, I'm kind of missing something. Um, and I had just finished reading uh, other books. Uh, you know, I, I usually don't like to say the name of them because I didn't love them, but they were, you know, they, they were, they were good. They're popular. Uh, and I finished reading it and I said, I'm going to write my own books. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to write the story I wanted to read that I didn't get out of, you know, what I just finished reading. And uh, I started, we were, my husband and I were sitting on the front porch and that was back when there were still blackberries and I started typing on my blackberry out on the front porch, <laughs> like just have again, sipping a glass of wine for, or, or two and uh, just went from there. It just escalated. And I finished the first book in um, six months. I had it published within the year and then uh, went right into the second one and got that published. And now I'm on my third one. Wow. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that it was a sort of, a later in life thing for you to do and um yeah, yeah. yeah. and um have you always been a reader of romance um I yeah I mean I, I it's not it wasn't necessarily my go-to like I would pick up anything that was uh that that I had time for uh was in a book club for a while with a, a bunch of girlfriends and and so that allowed us to kind of read a bunch of different genres um and then, uh, like I said, when I finished reading that series, uh, that's when it kind of clicked in. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, uh, I think I could write something like this <laughs> and, uh, and, and have some fun with it. Uh, but the one series that kind of got me into it um, early on, I, I was in my early 20s and I was bartending at the time. And my, one of my fellow bartenders, he had finished reading the um, Snow White series by Anne Rice. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, I was like wow like I didn't know that books like this existed <laughs> I, was, I was blown away and uh, from then on I was like okay I, I think I, I like this I think I like this genre <laughs> and, uh, it was definitely fun to write about that's for sure <laughs> absolutely and honestly I do love the um <clears throat> the whole I feel like I need something else because it's interesting mm -hmm. throughout life how you can you know, need fulfillment in different areas and get it from different spaces. And, you know, you've gone and found writing and it's something mm -hmm. that fulfills you and you enjoy. It's great. Mm -hmm. I really do. I, I never uh, thought of myself as a writer. Uh, I wasn't a particularly scholastic growing up. And uh, uh, so when I started to write, at, my first draft was terrible, of course. Uh, not of course. I mean, I don't know if anybody else feels like that. But, uh, for me, uh, like I was, I read it back. I was like, I have no business doing this. Like, what the hell do I think I'm doing? It was terrible. Uh, but at least the story was out there, and it probably went through uh, I don't know 20 different rounds of edits. And then the the uh, version that's out now, at least for book one was the third version, uh, like I'd rewritten it a, a couple of times or moved some stuff around, added to the story. Um, and I'm, I'm happy with where it is now. 
and, uh, and, and the second and third book, I'm definitely noticing that my writing skills have improved tremendously. Um, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> it's been a learning curve for me. <laughs> and you and like so- to write books about real life, which yeah. is awesome. Like, you know, real life, real situations that people can find themselves in um, mm-hmm. and kind of just, you know, saying it's okay it's okay to talk about sex it's a it's a natural part of life it's a it's something Mm -hmm. to celebrate that's fine which which I love I love that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I thought um I mean obviously books are a way to escape and you want to be able to kind of fall into another world and and you know leave your everyday life for you know half an hour an hour however long you want to read but for me I was like that's good, but I want I want my readers to know that what I'm going to write about, although it's an escape from your life, it's still real. And and yeah. it, you know, women are seen and unheard, and all the shit that goes on in your life. And you know, when there's kids, and there's depression, and there's postpartum, and then there's tragedy, and there's love, and then also amazing sex too, right? And like you can have it all. Uh, it, it's just learning how to deal with it and and know that there's support uh you know with with other sisters out there yeah I think and it's nothing um the one of the things that really annoys me is when you see you know people saying you know romance is just porn or there's no substance Mm. that really Mm -hmm. irritates me because Mm -hmm. that's not the case at all it's like and you know 100% of the time I'm pretty certain these people have never picked up a uh, a romance book um exactly but they're more than happy but like they'll watch it on tv or they'll watch it in a movie but god forbid you read about it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i was when, like when i first started writing uh i guess i guess i was part of the problem because i was like first of all I, I hid my identity which i don't do anymore uh, my that was also because my kids were much younger but I, then I, I, I was, I felt I found myself apologizing for it all the time. And I was like, why am I apologizing for writing this content? Like, why is it that Stephen King is celebrated for writing about horror movies and thriller and slasher, but uh, we can't celebrate writing about something that's so natural, like the most natural thing on, on earth. Right. Yeah. Uh, That everybody experiences. So I, now I, now I don't apologize at all. I'm like, yep. I'm out I'm loud and proud and this is me <laughs> this is what I yeah. write about <laughs> yeah you gotta own it <laughs> I yeah, think that's a journey absolutely. that a lot of people have gone through and um, Beck and I were saying like when we started this as well like one of the reasons we wanted to start it was because you know a lot of people were afraid to talk about it and you know celebrate it and we wanted to kind of add to mm-hmm. that culture of saying it is okay to talk about this sort of stuff and mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be shunned for it and I think a lot of the time with romance books because they are equally balanced in talking about male and female pleasure and that is why they get looked down on a lot of the time because mm-hmm. you know there's that undercurrent of no well let's just pretend like it's a porn movie and that's how it should be instead of yeah. actually talking about what's real mm. yeah and that's why your podcasts are so important because it does get it out there and it, and it allows people to be interested in listening to it and being involved and knowing that uh it's okay like you would never go on, remember when you used to go on a plane and you were reading a book that might be a little spicy and you're like i gotta hide the cover because everybody's yeah. gonna see what i'm reading <laughs> now well i mean now you have your phone or you know your kindle or whatever but 
you know, it shouldn't be like that anymore. Like it should just be like, Hey, I'm reading this full out, you know, from exactly. jacket to jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. And our husbands, they've, they've been so supportive of it as well, but they, I mean, they love it. <laughs> like they, yeah. I, well, I read them things out of books all the time and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. And they, they, they get embarrassed when they hear it. Like they have no problem. Like turning porn on but you read like like literature that it might have like you know a spicy word and and they kind of blush which is kind of funny yeah <laughs> I, I love it I love it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly especially if it's a dark romance as well and I'll read him I'll read him a part that's like super dark he's like wow okay I guess I told you it's not just all yeah. about sex it's quite yeah <laughs> that's right that's right um, so what series do you currently currently have available if people were wanting to read your books? Uh, so this is the my, my first series. Uh, the first book is Forever Eve. And then the second book is After Eve. And I'm just currently writing the third book. Yep. Uh, yep. But I haven't released the name yet. Uh, but it, it, it could be the last book. It could not be. I always tend to leave them open in a way that I could build on the story if I wanted to. Uh, the one book one and two are definitely not standalones. Like you couldn't read the second one without reading the first one because it's, it's a continuation of the story. Uh, actually it was funny because my, my, the editor that, um, I worked with on the second book and although she did a fantastic job, like I loved all of her, um, uh, changes and her feedback and her edits, she didn't read the first book. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. Like you, like I would thought that it would, I mean, maybe it, it worked been my favor that she didn't read the first book because there wasn't a lot of the story so she made she forced me to elaborate in certain things that she wasn't aware of which made my story better so I appreciated that uh but a reader like you couldn't just pick it up off the shelf and and read the second one and and understand what's happening and then the third one is a continuation from uh from the end of the second one and it's very fun it's actually, uh, I'm loving writing it. I'm almost done. I'm, I keep saying I'm almost done because I have like five chapters to go. And I, those are like the, I'm trying to like pull them out of my brain and I don't want to force it. Uh, but the first half of the book is written from a male perspective. Oh, I love I'm that. Loving. I loved writing as a man. It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's definitely one of my, one of my favorites when, when you, um, I'm trying to like think the last one I read it was pretty much predominantly all from the male perspective but it was just oh I don't know I enjoyed it it's good it, it is it's, and as a woman it was interesting kind of tapping into a man's brain and how would he say this and how would he how or how would I say this if I was a man and uh without it being misogynistic or condescending or uh and it was it was a lot of fun it was, it was, uh, it opened up a, a new part of me. I was like, oh, maybe my next book will just be from a man's perspective, yeah. <laughs> like a whole series based on a man's perspective. Yeah. And yeah. I have, so I've read both Forever Eve and After Eve. Um, so I can attest that they are fantastic. So if anybody out there hasn't read them, I would recommend that you go and grab them because they are very raw. They're very real. Um, and I guess it's exciting to read about, a woman's journey, which is, it's not um, kind of like a a fantasy journey where everything's great and, you know, 
the hero appears at just the right moment and whatever else. It's really a tough, hard journey that she goes through and a real one of her realising when she needs to get help and, you know, go that extra step to help herself and her family. And it's it's really interesting. I really enjoyed them both. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's that's what I was going for too. Like, although, I mean, I, I appreciate the fantasy side and, and now having written a couple of books, I, I would never say it's easy. It's like, it's a very difficult process, uh, emotionally, physically, you know, uh, it, you, just finishing the book. I, I you know, I, I, um, congratulate anybody that has done it, but for me, my perspective, I wanted it to be very real. I wanted it to, to, like I said, I wanted the reader to be able to pick it up and go, Oh shit. I felt like that. <laughs> and, and it's okay to feel like that. And, uh, and I did want to rip his clothes off and I did want to jump off a cliff, like all in the same thought. Right. And it's like, ah, <laughs> cause it does happen. Oh yeah. That's very real. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when is the, when is the third one expected to come out? Uh, well, I was hoping to have it finished already, um, for, a, an early 2022, um, release um but that's obviously getting pushed now so I would say within the next six months I'll have it finished I'll have it uh, all my edits done um and then it'll be ready like I, I have my cover art done I have my you know my title done it's just me getting off my ass and finishing it and uh, I just you know sometimes I, I just back away not that I don't want to write it I, I of course yeah. I want to write it and like my phone like I have notes, I have probably like 300 pages of notes of just things that I like, I'll be driving at a stoplight. I'm, you know, and I'll pick up my phone, I'll look around for any cops and then I'll pick up my phone and I'll like start typing or I'll voice text. Uh, so I'll go like paragraph by paragraph. And I, so I have it all there. I just have to kind of string it together now so I can finish it. But I kind of know, I know how it's ending. Um, there's a lot of good wrap up uh, a lot of uh, loose ends to some storylines, which uh, are, I think, are, are going to be appreciated. I think my, the readers are going to like it. Um, but I've really been enjoying writing it. I'm loving the story. Sometimes I cry. Sometimes I laugh. Oh. <laughs> it's been good. Yeah, I'm, I'm like so immersed into it. Like this whole life, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of oh, neat that I have, oh. I have them all living in my brain. Yeah, I love that you ha- that you as a writer have those emotions um, mm-hmm. as you're writing it. Mm-hmm. I do like that. I'll be like typing away, and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> get up and walk away, and be like, did I just write that? What the hell? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and sometimes like, I pat myself on the back. I'll be like, fuck, that was good. Oops, sorry, I swore. <laughs> it, you can swear. We right. mark okay, them all good. explicit. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, secretly you internally like, yes, they're gonna love this. I know, I do do that, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm such a cow. Why am I like rewarding myself so much? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to. You've got to. Yeah, I think so. I think so. It's it's uh, it's a good accomplishment. I'm I'm having fun with it. Uh, I like the, the lesson I'm, you know, teaching my children, uh, actually there was one cute little moment I had my, so my son's 22 now and it was last summer or no, not the summer just passed the summer before that, where I was like deadlining to get my, my, the last of my edits into my editor. And, uh, he was home for the summer, of course. And he kept walking around the corner and I was like sitting at my 
my dining room table probably for days and days on end. And uh, and I was like, oh, honey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he's like, are you okay, mom? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm just trying to, he's like, it's okay, mom. You're going to get it done. Don't worry. You're going to, he's like, you're going to do great. And I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Such a cutie. You needed that but one moment of. I know, totally did. It propelled me. I was like, now go get my my glass of wine. <laughs> and yeah. do you have any plans after this third one? What you will work on next? Uh, yeah, I do. I actually, I have another book that I had started uh, simultaneously when I started writing the second book of this series. Uh, completely different storyline, different characters. Uh, but I wrote them in tandem and was kind of feeding off the energy off of both, even though they're two totally different stories. Um, but I have that one kind of tucked away in my computer, in my archives, and I'll resurrect that and and uh, and hopefully get that out soon as well, maybe within the next year, because uh, the bones are already there. I just have to go back in. And, and I don't know uh, um, if you noticed my writing improved from like the first to the second book I hope uh, so now that I know and I finished I'm going to be finishing my third one I think once I go back and kind of rip the this story apart like the new story I'll find a bunch of crap that I was like oh shit I can't believe I wrote that and how terrible was that uh, so I'll, I'll, I'll definitely massage it and, and you know make it better but at least the bones are there and the storylines there so it shouldn't take as long but I'm looking forward to people reading that one too it's a spicy it's about a stripper Oh, exciting. I'm intrigued yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, a, hardcore she's a hardcore stripper, stripper that uh, just doesn't take shit from anybody. Based in Toronto here, I figured I'd make it local. And uh, it's uh, it's going to be a good one. I was I was enjoying writing that one. Awesome. I'm, I'm excited to read it. Now, you have got some fun facts here. So you hate socks hate socks hate them i never wear them even in the winter dead of winter and i do you guys get winter there i'm terrible i can't believe i have to ask you it's me not too. as it's nothing it's like, not like frigid like ontario winter where we get like you know snow banks even in the dead of winter i'll have my boots on no socks underneath hate it. i it's funny because I have a cousin that lives in Rochester and she is exactly the same. We had Christmas with her one year and it was freezing cold and she flat out refuses to wear socks. Me too. I hate them. Like around the house, I'll wear my Birkenstocks, but like never any socks, nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's a real thing with people like as well. Do you sleep with like sleep with socks on? Because that's I a can't. I can't. Yeah. I will wear socks, but I cannot sleep with them. No, I don't wear with. I don't. I can't sleep with socks. No, 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 no. I, I, they're never on. Like, I mean, I'll sometimes wear them, like if I'm working out, like just those, like little gym socks. But then yeah. as soon as I'm home, I'm like, I rip them off. I throw them like in the in the laundry because I can't handle it. They're it's like claustrophobic. It's weird. They're, I'm sure there's some sort of phobia. Like, there's it's got to be in there somewhere. If I if I Wikipedia it, I'm sure I'll find it. But, For sure. Uh, um you also have an unhealthy obsession with combo snacks now this one i feel like amanda resonates with this because you like the cheesy nuggets too don't you amanda you so good good. now do you eat them i eat them like we're out like almost like a little corn on the cob 
and I'll yeah. eat all of the cracker part <laughs> off of it or like the pretzel part off of it. So then just the little tube of cheese is left. And then I eat that. It's like a little special prize at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go that far. And then you're like, yeah, oh my gosh, there's cheese I told in you. it. I told you it's unhealthy. It's not normal. Who does what that? I love surprise? it. I love it. <laughs> Oh goodness. Um now but you do love fresh cut flowers. I do. I, I do, do love them as well, but I have severe hay fever, so it doesn't really oh, go well. That's too bad. Do you have oh, a favorite a flower? Uh I do. It's usually um I, I usually have a bunch of uh, Gerbera daisies around often. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't last very long, so it's not really satisfying. Like usually after two days, they like start to wilt. Um, and like really anything. Like I love, I said to my husband the other day, cause I was putting like flowers together. I'm like, I should have been like a florist because like I'll grab like a bunch of like mishmash <laughs> ones and then I'll create my own little design. And I, I, no joke, if I were to take my, the computer downstairs right now, you'd see like five different arrangements around my house. All oh, fresh cuts. Wow. Look, it's not too late to follow the floor that's you right know, you know add an additional yeah additional career in as well yeah that's it exactly when I retire maybe I can become a full-time writer part-time florist or you know whatever whatever <laughs> combo yeah all right so we have some questions okay um, now do you have a favorite author or and or book um not I mean, I, like I said, I was always, I, I've been a terrible reader. I have to admit, uh, I rarely have time to pick up a book, uh, but I used to read Sophia Kinsella a lot. And I think that's kind of what jumped me into the genre because she's so campy and uh, her stories are funny at, with the romance side minus the any of the sex part really like I mean it was there was like books that where the sex was suggested but she never went into it but I always always loved reading her books and for uh, for a few years straight like every time a new one come out I'd be like I need the book and then I would read it and and then I wouldn't read again for another year probably (laughs) but uh yeah usually her usually Sophia Kinsella what is your favorite color yellow Oh, it's such a happy color. Yes. Sunshine. See, I know. I love it. I go through phases and I was looking at photos. I was like, it was only a couple of weeks ago and like everything I wore was yellow. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, even if it's just like, you yeah, very yellow. <laughs> Do you have a favorite writing snack or drink? Uh, not usually. Um, I mean, I will, uh, I mean, I'm partial to a glass of wine or a Prosecco. I usually have those little like splits, like the little part, like half bottles. And, uh, it's like, it, it pours perfectly into one glass. And then I'm like, okay, this is good. Cause then it forces me to only have one glass because <laughs> if I open a bottle, you can't re- usually you can't, I mean, I probably could recork it, but I never do. Uh, and then I'd have to drink a whole bottle. So I usually do just like a little split of, uh, of Prosecco. Awesome. Okay. <clears throat> if you were a chair, which celebrity would you like to sit in you? <laughs> uh, probably, 
Brad Pitt. Yeah, he's an easy go-to. Absolutely. I mm. wouldn't be angry if his ass sat on my lap. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you were a potato, how would you be cooked? Oh, uh, garlic mash. Oh, that's a popular choice. Mm, love it. So good. I have to tell you, so mashed potatoes is my go-to hangover food. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, that okay. or spaghetti. And like, I'm not even talking about like, you know, prissy little twirls of spaghetti, like big, huge, like shovel in my mouth bowl of spaghetti or mashed potatoes. <laughs> I love that. It's like comfort yeah. food. Oh, yeah. I love mashed potato. It's oh. yeah. It's Thanks, so right. good. Throw a little bit of cream cheese in there and uh, some garlic salt uh, and loads of butter. Kevin, <laughs> with Brad Pitt sitting on my lap, that's like a oh. perfect day. Oh. <laughs> what more could you ask for? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what supernatural power would you like to have if you could have one? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know if I've ever thought about this. Um, I think it would be read minds. Mm. Yeah. I couldn't, I wouldn't want flight because I hate heights. Um, I don't think I'd want to be invisible. I think I'd want to read minds. I think that would be good. It'd be very interesting. It would until I, I had it. And then I'd be like, I don't, I shut this up. I don't want to, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> It'd be good if you could control it. Could yeah, control that's right. It'd be like, just mute for a little bit. So I don't have to hear anybody. Yes. There's actually, there's one, uh, just before you go on to the next question, there's a, another author that you should check out. He writes like little novellas. Uh, I think I can use novella, even if it's not erotic, right? Yeah. It's short stories anyway. And his name is Nicholson Baker. And he's like, he writes like adult versions of Alice in Wonderland. They're the most obscure stories I've ever read. And like one of them was, was like a superpower type scenario where uh, a guy in an office, he could like stop time and he would walk around the office and like look up people's skirts and like look in their drawers and like he would just snoop. So he'd make everybody freeze. And then he'd go off and snoop and then he would like, you know, clap his hands and everybody would be back to normal again. <laughs> it's really like weird. <laughs> so check them out, Nicholson Baker. Very quick, easy reads, but so bizarre. Like you're gonna be like, was she smoking crack when she told us to read him? <laughs> like he is so bizarre. <laughs> I love that. I love like reads like that though. So yeah. we'll definitely check that out. Do you have a favorite TV show or movie? Uh, right now, oh, fa uh, favorite movie is uh, The Devil Wears Prada mm -hmm. oh, or, or Sex and City. I'll watch them over and over and over again, like every day if I could uh, in the background. Uh, TV show right now, uh, Yellowstone. It's very popular. I haven't started that one yet, but oh, I've heard so oh, much about it. it. You will have lots of sexy dreams about cowboys when you yes. start watching that yeah, it's like it's about sexy cowboys so it is sexy cowboys yeah yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know i liked cowboys. cowboys on tiktok <laughs> yeah that's right they're all mimicking yellowstone now that's the problem i didn't know yeah. i needed a cowboy until i started watching that show 
Absolutely. That's a good thing. Okay, well, I'm definitely going to have to because I've heard so much about it now. So I'm definitely going to have to. Um, yeah, have that. to. Um, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we will share all of the links to um, Forever Eve and After Eve in this um, in this podcast post, but also our social posts as well, so everyone can okay. um, check that out. But thank you. Thank you. It's been amazing. I feel like I know you girls like that. I like that. We're like longtime friends and, you know, we're just catching up after a weekend of like debauchery or something. It's, uh, it's been so much fun. That's yeah, fantastic. That's awesome. And oh also God. just to let everybody know, um, JB is more than happy to be involved in any virtual book clubs or discussions. Um, so she's happy for you to reach out if you want her to get involved in that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll answer any questions. I reply personally. I wish I had an assistant. I do not have an assistant. So <laughs> everything that you see that posts or, or comments, it's all me, always all me. Um, my website has lots of fun swag on it. Uh, I can, I, you know, I, basically I give shit away. I'm like the worst business person ever when it comes to books <laughs> because I don't, I think I probably, I'm probably like in the hole about $10,000 since I started writing, but that's okay. I'm having fun. Well, <laughs> that's, that's the main thing. That's the yeah, main yeah. thing. You've got to yeah, have fun. Exactly. Otherwise, you know. What's the point of it. doing it? Yeah. I just yeah. want to make people smile and have fun and, and enjoy <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm here for it all. So yes, reach out and say hello. I'll always say hello back. Fantastic. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. And we hope to chat to you really soon again. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, girls. Enjoy the rest of your day. <laughs>